0: Pen Ketchum, and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton.
3: Podcast at Penn... So- yeah, and oh. I'm Pen Ketchum. <laughs> What's <laughs> up? <laughs> we got some uh, listener feedback this weekend that we don't plug our email
2: address enough. Right. Yeah. So... Yeah. To someone who said... They listen every day. Daily. So stay
3: tuned. We'll we'll, We'll get to that. We'll cover that topic. If you think we do cover it enough, let us know. Podcast at com. Right. Right. (laughs) What was that? Podcast. Okay. At PennCinema.org.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay, that'll work. All right. Well, it's so weird because it's all words that don't mean, that don't right. that aren't in our title. Right. <laughs> it's such a random email address.
3: Right.
1: Yeah.
2: Where's that podcast
1: at? Right. What? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Maybe we should have done it where you have to like, everything's lowercase except one letter is uppercase, like <laughs> you shift. if you get it wrong. Right. Like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> try again, sucker. Perfect. <laughs> I think that, that would make us like, we should try to be like the first exclusive. Like only cool people could write us. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. So You realize that nobody would write us.
3: <laughs> if we wanted to hear from you, you'd know the address. Because the cool people would not be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> no, I disagree. I disagree. Oh. Yeah. I think the opposite. Hmm. I think we would do nothing except read email from cool people.
2: Because <laughs> they're the only one who could, get, who could get through. That's what I'm saying. Right. All right.
3: Like, Hookah who, what?
2: Huh?
3: Hookah who, what? what? <laughs> Pen.
1: Pen. Pen. It's been... I don't even... The
2: last time I podcasted was <laughs> like, <laughs> how long Hookie gookie? Hookie gookie true? I mean, we were gone for like... People thought we were never coming back. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, is this, is this, it's Thursday. So what did we have? Did we have 165
3: weeks or 64? What are we on now? 165. So we did 164, 164 straight weeks. Straight weeks. That's a pretty good run. That's insane. Yeah, that's a good run. That is insane. Yep. Even, a, even David Letterman occasionally missed a run. And he goes, he went on, on like season break too. Yeah, exactly. We yeah, We ain't, ain't got no break. No.
2: We've been here through holidays, whatever.
3: Pandemics. Pandemics. We ain't scared.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well I mean apparently I am because I got really <laughs> sick. <laughs> but but it's okay.
3: But you're not nearly as dead as you told me you were. No. You well, were like, I mean, I'm dying, this I, is the end of me. I'm yeah. not gonna make it to the weekend and I was like, All right, well quick, let's record. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> like I if you're know, gonna like, be dead by Sunday, it. let's do it on Saturday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus Christ, like, David. <laughs> Sunday afternoon?
2: Like can we do it in the morning? <laughs> do you have a time of day? Did the doctor give you a <laughs> a spot?
3: <laughs> you yeah, <know>? Come on. <laughs> (laughs)
2: Plan this out.
3: My, this is like a little, this is a little uh, dark, but it's a funny story. (laughs) Let me tell you, this is a true story. So, my mom, being older, Mm -hmm. right, she has, like, she was telling me (laughs) that she has, like, spoken to the priest, or I guess the reverend. And, like, you know, talking about what she wants at her funeral and all her, you know. And, and she, for she's not anymore, but she went through a little period where she was, like, obsessed with <laughs> with her death. <laughs> and I couldn't take it. It was, like, a little heavy for me. So I was, like, I started asking her, like... <laughs> I was like do you have a date
0: in mind? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Because like Memorial Day is usually really busy around the theater so if you could like steer clear of May that'd be great and I usually have like a race you know in the summertime so I gotta try that September would be the most convenient time
2: because my mom's always (laughs) lovingly trying to keep me abreast of her will situation right which changes like bi-weekly
3: do you think I'm in her will? Probably. Probably. Yeah. She's going to leave me a shed. Yeah.
2: yeah. It's, 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 I hear my bequeath right. this empty shed right. to Penn.
3: I'm, I'm hoping at some point in my life that somebody, like legally, like legit, yeah, legit leaves me something in their will that's like funny.
2: Like, you get a call from a lawyer. Right. That's what I'm saying. We need, to, we need you to come in. Right. Right. Yeah. For the reading of the will and testament, you yeah. know. Here's here's David's broken Super Nintendo from when he was a right. kid. Right. And he wanted you to he have ready. Right. That's three hundred dollars in taxes. Right.
3: <laughs> and the legal bill to meet with the lawyer right. to find out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's perfect. One final screw.
1: Right.
3: I should do that. I should like find someone that I don't like <laughs> and leave them some obnoxious shit. Yeah, you know that yeah. they have to deal with. <laughs> oh man! Oh, uh, that's so good! Speaking so good! Of well, shit. anyway, let me just tell you, oh. I'm really glad you didn't die. Oh, thanks! <laughs> really, truly. Thanks.
2: I was never that close to death. <laughs> good job, not dying. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of. I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. You're huge. All right. Alright, do you remember Aqua Teen Hunger Force?
3: (laughs) I'm sorry to say that I do. Yeah. I do.
2: It was one of those things that, like, you think about the show, and I'm like, I remember laughing at that. But then you're like, well, what did you laugh at? And you're like,
3: "Mm." hmm. The ridiculousness of it. Did I laugh? I don't see. I think if we can, like, parse your words, Mm. I remember laughing at that. I don't remember watching it and laughing. Okay. You see the differentiation, the distinction I'm trying to make?
2: I remember, I think I had the first two seasons on DVD and laughing at them. Yeah. And then not coming back to them. Wait. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) You. Yeah.
3: Aqua
1: Teen Hunger Force. Like,
2: I liked it. But the thing is, I didn't have cable. So if I wanted to watch the show at the
3: time. By the seasons. Okay. I don't think I ever, I never, I did not watch
2: a complete show. It's like, let alone two seasons. At the time it was equivalent to, I mean, there was a couple of them, like the Rick and Morty of the time. they yeah. like weird humor. Yeah. Craziness. And it's, the more you watched it, the funnier it got. But right. If you took a segment and was like, this is funny. It was never funny on its own. Right. And then they made a movie mm. and the movie just wasn't that. I don't even remember yeah. if it was funny. I can't say it wasn't funny. I may have laughed at it when I watched it, yeah. but I don't remember the movie. Um, why are you telling us all this? Well, because there's Knockout Teen Hunger Force 2. Coming. <sighs> um, and it's going to be a classic, quote-unquote, get-the-band-back-together story.
3: I love that story. I do love that story. I hope that they will do like they did at the beginning of Ocean's Eleven, where each person that they're, like, reuniting, like, you have, like, a little snippet. Mm. Like, this shows, like, one of them doing something, and then how they get brought back in.
2: Now, they said that they were going to age them real time. To which I say, how do you tell if a living thing of fries, (laughs) soda, and a meatball have aged? (laughs) I mean, the meat might be, like, moldy. Right. But the other two... Huh? <laughs> yeah. All right.
3: Whatever. So fine. Okay. You want to make a sequel to Aqua Teen Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Right. I right. hands mm. down. Am I though? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Speaking of great ideas. Yeah. Chris. Pine <laughs> Chris Pine described the new Dungeons and Dragons movie as a cross between Princess Bride, Game of Thrones, and Mighty Python and the Holy Grail.
2: I think what he's trying to get across here, because I first read this and I was like, what? I think what he's trying to get across is that this isn't gonna be like the other Dungeons and Dragons stuff that they've tried to do, and it's been overly serious, Mm. and thus Mm -hmm. no one connects with it unless Mm -hmm. they're like, because the diehard Dungeons and Dragons fans are like, ah, well, that's not how he would uh, attack, because if you rolled a 14, Uh, he would use fire breath and take advantage of the situation. <laughs> but he's being more like, this is, uh, is going to be a comedy right. with, in a fantasy realm. Right. And I think I remember reading the synopsis, and he get, he's like a normal guy who gets sucked into it, mm. if I remember. Jumanji. So, yeah, Jumanji-ish, yeah. Well, how come Chris didn't say Jumanji? Well, uh, I don't think it's like, they don't want to try. They're not, I don't know. Should I
3: reach out to him? Should yeah. I reach out to Chris Pine and suggest Should that? Reach out to
2: him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have all the answers. Clearly, you can talk to your Chris. buddy, Chrissy,
3: Chris, baby, baby, <laughs> baby boy. <laughs> um, all right. I mean, I, I, uh... great. I knew a guy. I'm not going to say his name because we're not exactly like friends. Ooh, we used to be. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But then I decided I didn't want to work with him anymore. Mm. And he did not take kindly to that. Mm. And so if I could sidebar for a moment, yeah, we had this massive, this is like a, a, a guy who would do services for the theater. Right. Oh. And um, like he did a function, like he was a vendor
2: Whoa.
3: sort of. And then we decided we didn't want to use him anymore. So he did not take that well. So, I went down to his office out of respect because I had, at the time, I had worked for, worked with him for two years. Mm. So we, you know, we were, I, I had a respect. You know, the guy, I'm a professional. And he turned around in his seat and he had the cat. And he's like,
2: what can I do for
3: you on this? He made me wait in the waiting room, which I think in his immature mind, he thought was some kind of power move. But there was no chance that I was going to like, changed my mind. I had only come down there to meet with him in person out of, again, professionalism. Right. So he makes me come into the office with his dad who owns the business. And again, I think, I could be wrong, but I think there was supposed to be like an intimidation factor.
2: Yeah, we're going to try. He's not going to go.
3: We'll convince him. Yeah. So anyway... Obviously, I left. You kind of knew at this point yeah. already, though? I knew 100% what I was doing. Yeah, no, but he knew. He, he thought yes. he knew, but I think he thought the power of persuasion, you know, if I make Penn sit in the waiting room and I act like a jerk and show him what a tough guy I am and, and scare him, you know, all this kind of stuff. So. You can't just popcorn without this guy. No. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, life goes on. He talks bad about me to everybody in the movie industry. Oh, uh, yeah. We're not friends anymore. I got on a flight to Las Vegas, leaving out of Philly. Oh, no. Who am I sitting next to on the flight for four and a half hours? No. Five hours, five hours. What? This guy. How do you deal with I Swear that? to God. Well, I sat down and he raised his hand. and was like, stewardess, no, this isn't gonna work. <laughs> and she was like, ah, uh, yeah, make it work. And then while we're sitting on the tarmac waiting to take off, he gets out his cell phone and calls his secretary and he's like, I forget her name, but he was like, so-and-so, you'll never fucking guess who I'm sitting next to. <laughs> no, I swear to God. No, I swear to God. And she, he hands me the phone and says, say hi. I forget her name. Say hi to Julie. So I take the phone, and I'm like, hello? And then she goes, oh, my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> True
3: story. True story. What happened the
2: rest of the flight?
3: Well, we spent the first, so let's say it was a five-hour flight, literally— First four hours in silence. And this was like economy. So we're, you know, we're all squished in there pretty yeah. tight. I'm in yeah. the I'm in the middle seat. He's on the aisle. I didn't even tell you, I mean, I should have set this story up and told the full version. On the other side of the aisle is his dad. And in the other middle seat next to his dad, Amy. What? <laughs> yeah. So we're all like worst-case scenarios because Amy, you know. She was up to speed obviously. You know, she knew the whole dynamics and when,
2: Now, hold on. Yeah.
3: Hold on. Hold on. It was Are you holding? I'm holding, hold but I know what you're going to say.
2: Why didn't Amy and him just switch seats?
3: Okay. Those are the kind of guys they are. They both want to be on the aisle. So they're not going to switch seats to make somebody else comfortable.
2: What about making themselves comfortable?
3: Well, I guess being on the aisle was more comfortable than sitting next to someone you hate. Now, I will say years this story is 13 years old now oh my God. time has healed all wounds and we are now um civil to each other and i would even i would even go so far as to say friendly whoa but not tight but you know like okay yeah. time heals i'll just yeah. say time heals all wounds right wow so we've gotten sort of past it and now we're friendly and and, and and you know the guy's a decent guy whatever you know it just didn't we didn't want to work with him anymore right it wasn't a personal thing right so anyway, the reason why I got started on this guy yeah. is because every single movie he ever saw, he could walk out of it and say, this is Rocky meets Happy Feet. This is Godfather meets Lion King. Like, he would take any movie he ever saw and name two other movies that blend to equal that movie.
1: Mm.
3: Like, any movie he saw, he'd be like, oh, that was Guardians of the Galaxy meets Minions.
2: Oh, what a great combo. Yeah.
3: Wait, why did we get on that? Oh, because Chris Pine said the new Dungeons & Dragons movie is going to be Princess Bride meets Game of Thrones meets Holy Grail.
2: Oh, we were talking about Dungeons & Dragons? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a jerk. That was a good tangent, though. You heard any good... I was was fully invested in that that
3: story. That was a great... That's one of my all-time stories, and I feel bad because I didn't really do it full service here. Like, I should have really gotten into it. What I'm
2: curious... I'm not done.
3: Okay, let's... What happened to Amy. Okay, so Amy spent the whole flight making small talk with the father and uh, and hoping cool. he wouldn't hit on her. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But the part of the, well, another part of the story I left out is Did you know who she was? Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, they had met. They knew each other. Okay. The other part of the story I met is we get, me and Amy get to the airport and we're going down towards the gate and we see them like waiting to get on the flight and we're like, "Oh my god. Do you see who it Oh my god." Oh, my God. This is so awkward. All right. Well, let's just stay over here and let the whole yeah. plane board. And then that way we won't even have to see them. Right. So it was a south, it was a Southwest flight. Right. So you, you don't get assigned seat. Back then, you didn't get assigned seating. So we were literally the last two people on the plane because we let the whole plane board, which I like, you know, at the time, that was my preferred strategy. I was like, let the whole plane board, and then we'll just roll in.
2: Take whatever. Yeah. Wow. So, and then you got to the hotel and you had adjoining rooms, right. and the doors wouldn't shut. <laughs> right. 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 They were bro- broken right. open.
3: Well, we spent the whole. We were flying out to Vegas for the convention, the the CinemaCon, Right. and um, we spent the entire convention pretending we didn't see each other. Every time we saw each other,
2: you know, and then on the ride, ride back. <laughs> right. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Um. Well, you know that sounds like a rumor to me. Something else that sounds like a rumor. Uh, Avatar 2 trailer might be attached to the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness movie. How, how likely do you think that is? Here's one of the reasons that just now I'm like, maybe, because it's Disney. I think it will be. And isn't Avatar Disney now? No, Avatar's Universal, right?
3: Avatar is 100% Disney. Okay, It's a Fox title. Okay, that's right, right, right. So it's Disney. And listen, I want to make sure our listeners understand. I'm not like being coy. I don't know something that you don't know. So I'm speculating just like the rest of us.
2: Let's just be clear here. A lot of the times I'm the person who points out the trailers depends. So Right.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah, so he's he's telling the truth. But I do have some insight Mm. as to why I would think that this rumor could be true. Mm. And it goes right into our next news item. I'm on the phone with my Disney rep talking about Doctor Strange. Mm. And the Disney rep's like, "How many 3D shows do you want to do?" And I'm like, "None." Nobody goes 3, nobody right. does 3D anymore. Yeah. And she's like, "Okay." And then there's like this long silence, and I'm like, "What's what's going on? What's the deal?" And she's like, "Well, we would really like to do We are really encouraging exhibitors to include at least one 3D show a day for Doctor Strange. And I said, okay, I mean, why? And then she said something, and I don't think she's wrong. She said, when Avatar comes out, it's going to be obviously 3D. And we're going to want it to be 3D. And we're going to want it to be as much 3D as possible. And she said, nobody's played a 3D movie in years. Like when was the last time you saw a 3D movie?
2: No.
3: Yeah, I don't even know where we keep our 3D glasses anymore, <laughs> right? I mean, really, yeah. they're somewhere around yeah. here, you know. But like, whatever. So she made, you know, actually her point I think was valid. She once we got talking about it, she said, um, we are going to try to push 3D beginning with Doctor Strange, so that by the time we get to December or November, whenever it is that Avatar opens, that the movie going public has begun to sort of remind themselves how they don't like 3D, how much they love 3D, oh. <laughs> right, David, you uh, got, okay. no, you,
2: oh. you got, you're up, read the memo the uh, other way, it's upside I, I, down, I thought it was right. like, and, no. then, and then Avatar would come out and they would be like, oh, I was wrong, because right. you know? everyone likes to be proven
3: wrong, right, 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 so I don't know, so I'm curious, so uh, two things, First of all, the fact that Disney is is encouraging policy decisions based on Avatar mm. makes you think that they're they're already looking at Avatar, like they're planning Avatar. They're you know it's on their minds, right? They brought it up when we were planning right. Doctor Strange, which makes me think that there may be an Avatar trailer on Doctor Strange.
2: Yeah, true. true I mean, true, there's true, some true, validity true. to that. You see the trailer, maybe the trailers in three. I have no idea. So put the, it's like put the 3D glasses on. You put it on. Like here, I'm ready for I'm ready for Doctor Strange. They're like, hold up, what? remember avatar I mean, and everyone in the audience goes no
3: <laughs> <laughs> my kids told me yeah. <laughs> my grandfather told me he saw it when it first came out like time for avatar
2: too right. and then it's real quiet and you hear someone goes they made a second one <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear me in the back going finally
3: <laughs> biggest movie of the year oh, wait, sorry we already had that oh, we already had that conversation mm. um so I forget what my second point was going to be along those lines. But yeah, so I, I think I, – I have no idea if that rumor would be true or not. But I think there, you could believe that that rumor would be true based on the fact that Disney is obviously already teeing up Avatar. Like it's on their minds. They're planning for it already.
2: I think if Avatar 2 is a thing, <laughs> we're not 100% sure <laughs> it's real. <laughs> if it is real, this would be a prime place to put it because Spider-Man's come and gone. This is primed to be the next big tentpole Marvel movie for a while. I think the other stuff they have coming out isn't as, like... Thor 4. Oh, Thor. Yeah. Th- okay, that's in the fall, though. Yeah. Negative. Yeah. No. I forgot about Thor. Thor's
3: in the summer. Is
2: it? I yeah, thought it was fall. July 8th. So what movie's in the fall?
3: Black Widow 2. Or
2: Black Panther 2. Uh, Wakanda forever. Look at me knowing stuff. Oh, snap. What's up? Who's I, doing I, his job? I, I don't know if you know this or not. I've been away for a week. <laughs> been out of the biz. Yeah. You know? You, yeah. S- you take a step back. Yeah. That pulse keeps racing. Uh, yep. And you just, what? Huh? Where am I? I've here? just been chasing
3: the dragon nonstop. Yeah. That's all I do. Yeah. I got all these texts all week. What about this? What about that? I just put it on
2: silent. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I
3: got time right. for
2: this. <laughs> all right.
3: So 3D... I'll be really, we are going to do that for Doctor Strange. We are going to have one show a day in IMAX. And the way I'll do it is I'll run the big shows, like all the main shows in the big theaters will be normal. And then in Theater 13, we'll have one show a day, 3D, Doctor Strange. I honestly, like sincerely, podcast at penscinema.com if you have an opinion about 3D. Obviously, it like the, the general consensus, like that's one of the things I've always loved about the movie business is that people vote with their tickets. Yeah. You know, and people voted 3d out of office.
2: Here's my stance on it. It's not that I didn't like it as much as it just didn't add anything. Yeah. So I didn't feel like it was worth the extra buck, the buck or whatever. Yeah. But that, and it makes the film darker. Well,
3: yeah, I wonder, I I wonder if there's going to be a situation where, um, 3d, kind of like open caption. Like mm-hmm. if 3d comes back with no upcharge. An option it. Yeah.
2: Well, here's the, here's the the thing though, that of the movies that have been coming out, Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness has the potential to be a good 3d movie. Yeah. yeah. Cause there's lots of that, like coming in and out of yeah. like, flying into like things. Yeah. And yeah, I think that this is a good choice to push yeah. that. Um, familiar like, with the Cannes Film Festival. Speaking of big Marvel movies. Right. <laughs> Speaking of the biggest Marvel movies. <laughs> Cannes Film Festival. What kind of movies do they usually show there? Uh, like Artsy Fartsy, Pinky's Out.
3: You can't, right. you can't, if you were in a tragic farming accident and lost your pinky. Yeah. You would never be allowed in Cannes Film Festival. Maybe, I'm sorry. Is that? No. Two
2: yeah. thirds <laughs> right. or more pinky. Right. To be, to, to come in. So. Usually, things that like it only does if it does well at Cannes, so then all of a sudden people are like, Ooh. "When will we get it, and then you'll show it here. Ooh. Ten to fifteen people will come to see it. Right, and dozens of people over the course of a week. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, here's a movie that's going to be shown at Kansas here. It's a big, you know, it's it's pretty big indie film. Mm. It's called uh, Top Gun Maverick. Hmm. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. one of the biggest indie dramas out there.
3: Well, they've got that great character actor, Tom Cruise, in the lead. Yeah. So we'll see if he can carry... Modern day Daniel (laughs) Day-Lewis. Right. 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 I'm
2: saying. (laughs) (laughs) This is weird to me. It's just like... Maybe it's they've held it for so long, they're like, well, why not show it at festivals? But I just cannot imagine that Top Gun is a festival movie.
3: You know, when you put
2: a car, when you, have you ever driven
3: a stick shift car? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you screw up the gears and it stalls out, (laughs) right. And then it stalls out. That was my brain trying to process this information because I don't know, like, there's so many reasons behind this. Is this just nothing more than like a solid marketing move? Mm. Like, you know, one more way to reach an audience besides the typical Top Gun audience. You know, everybody who reports on cans is going to have to report on the fact that Top Gun played. Right. And so right there, you're reaching a whole ton of marketing
2: audience. Or maybe no one does. You know what this is really like? You, you know, you, you gave your analogy, but I, 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 come back with you. This one, you ever been to a car show, mm-hmm. you know, you go to a car show and you see all these fancy new models. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh man, this is the new Porsche. Here's the new, like, they're all like crazy. Yeah. You know, here's the new boat car. Like here's a new future car that'll never get made, but it's insane. Here's, this is the new Corolla. Uh, Oh, wow, this is new, you know, it's just like, for some reason, they have all these fancy cars, and they're just like, here's the newest model. Not that the newest model is not a good model, and you're not going to see it everywhere, because you'll see that more than you'll see the other stuff, for sure. But, what? Okay, whatever, just gloss over that, move on. So, so, David. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like this analogy. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) I did not like this
3: analogy. Come on, Here's my problem. Come on. What's your problem? I'm going to tell you my problem. I have a problem. What's your problem? It's time for our annual segment. What's your problem? With Penn. This is my problem. Hmm. With Penn. My problem is this. Oh, is this your problem? This is my problem. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) My problem is... I think my problem is that you are saying...
2: I'm not saying Top Gun's not good. No, 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 let me, it's, it's, let me finish, let me finish. Yeah,
3: are you saying... you
2: go to Kansas to see. Are you saying
3: <laughs> Top Gun is a Corolla? That's <laughs>
1: well, the first <coughs> part of the game,
3: right? Oh, so it's a Civic... Yeah, okay. No, right. no, it's no. none of those. It's a Porsche. It's a Mercedes. Nah. It's top of the line. I mean, Top Gun is going to be one of the top movies of the year. Sure. I'm not saying that. I, I said that's what you'll see everywhere. Your analogy would make more sense if you were talking about a movie like The Lost City.
2: No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's, it's, it's a car you'll see everywhere. What's a car you see everywhere that's that's nicer? It's it's an Impala. Well. <laughs> okay right
1: okay right okay i guess <laughs> it's an escalator You're right All right. right
2: but you see him yeah I, hear, not, I, I mean not what you go to the car show to see okay the thing that's on the lot down the street okay well let me change
3: let me let me say this right the guy selling the corolla right pretty good idea to be at the car show because everybody's everybody's awful. walking around looking at looking at cars they can't afford. Now here's a car that they're like, oh, that that's an exciting car. I yeah. could get behind. There's no one. To, there's no one. And it comes with it. Tom Cruise. There's no one looking at it. Uh, They'll come to his place and look at it. David, I bet you a hundred billion
2: dollars. And you know well, of course everyone's gonna go see Top Gun. And you know I got can. it. They're at cans and they're like, what the heck else am I gonna see? That's what I'm saying.
3: That's exactly what I'm saying. All those uppity sons of bees,
1: <laughs>
3: SOBs, all those uppity, pinky out, overly intellectual snobs, right. you know they're gonna be trampling over each other to get in to see Top Gun.
2: How do I get in that crowd? They're
3: all gonna be like talking over their martinis with their pinkies out. That's how Kansas. Sipping tea, you know, talking about some uppity artsy movie that they saw. Right. Quite and right, then right. they're going to be acting like Top Gun wasn't the highlight of their week or right. the the whole reason they came.
2: A year later, they're like, remember we went to this festival and we saw like six like indie weird films and then we saw a real movie.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I also, all right, now let me play. Let me switch sides. Because obviously, I think it's a good idea. Mm. The 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 argument against doing that is, I wonder, like next year, <laughs> Spider Man. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. and then so the guys who are re- the the people who are really into cans, are they going to be like? this is the beginning of the end of our sacred film festival.
2: Right. It changes the picture yeah. of the film festival. Right.
3: So next year it's going to be Spider-Man. Next year it's going to be Jurassic World. Next year it's going to be Avatar 3. You know, like all that kind of stuff. Avatar 3.
2: What a masterpiece.
3: <laughs> I heard the trailer is going to be on Doctor Strange. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Remember, this is this is 40. I have to say, this is 40 is one of my favorite to forget that I loved movies.
2: <laughs> That's great. Because this is a movie I forgot existed. But did you? Well, I remember laughing at it. Yeah. Like it was good when it was out. It yeah. was like,
3: this is 40. It's a like, good movie. Well, I laughed at it and loved it and related to it.
1: Hmm.
2: I was a little under. I need to watch it again yeah. now that I'm. Yeah.
3: You were a little young. Age. Yeah, It was. I think everybody agrees it's a great movie. Right. I mean, it's not like, I'm not going to, nobody's going to put it on their list of all time favorite movies, but it's one of those movies that like, I mean, it's Leslie Mann, it's Paul Rudd, it's hilarious. It's great. She, she's married to Paul Rudd? No, she's married to Judd Apatow. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. That's twice now that I knew stuff. I don't know about that. Let's record. <laughs> Let's let record. Get the abacus, get the on, the abacus on the phone. Yeah. Uh he's in the listeners' comments twice this week. Oh boy. Because he was worried that his first email wasn't, wasn't clear. Wasn't clear. We hadn't responded before, <laughs>
1: right.
3: before record time. We didn't respond quick enough. Yeah. Uh so anyway, so Judd Apatow husband to Leslie Mann, I think. Oh I heard that somewhere. Yeah. I heard that on the Penn Cinema podcast. <laughs> yeah. Judd Apatow is developing a sequel to This Is 40, and the sequel is called, drumroll please...
2: This Is 50. This Is 50. Yeah. Which I think is great. Yeah. Yeah. And I love the fact that he, when he talked about it, he's like, yeah, we couldn't have done it in two years. We couldn't have done it in five years. It's literally been 10 years. It's time to do it. It's awesome. This is the time.
3: Let's do it. Yeah, I think it's great,
2: and and I trust everybody involved in the project. Now, What are they going to do about uh, Paul Rudd, though? Like, Are they going to have to a lot of makeup to age up or why because the man doesn't age are you not familiar with that meme no I'm not Paul Rudd the whole thing is that Paul Rudd never never ages like you show pictures of him like when, of course he does but yeah. when he's young and like pictures of him in his new movie and you're like
0: hold up wait a minute something ain't right
2: okay <laughs> <laughs> that was awkward, <laughs> so we may have ended mid since there um, oh, you know, I'll try and edit it the best we can. We had a power blip here blip a blip I mean I it went sh- dark. <laughs> Penn and I just continued to stare at each other <laughs> in the silence. Right. <laughs> goes, ah. Well,
3: David was staring at me in the silence. I continued with the show.
2: Yeah. He's like, I'm a professional. Right. Even we're though a live audience,
3: even though all of our equipment was off and the lights were off and we were sitting here in the dark. Yeah. I kept going. Yeah. I mean, one of us, I figured one of us, the live audience
2: has got to be, right. know, they're going to, they're going to ride. Right. if We don't
3: get it right. Well, we talked about this in the staff meeting, mm. you know, not to just stop. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That'd, that'd be ridiculous. Right. Yeah. yes. Yeah. So we'll pick up with our next news thing.
3: So what did we say? We liked, we're big fans of Leslie Mann, Judd Apatow, Paul Rudd, yeah, the ageless, the ageless, ageless Paul Rudd, yeah. and we're excited for This is 50. Right. And then we went on to talk about Daniel Radcliffe, right. who reportedly is not interested. You would think he was, but he is not interested mm. in reprising his role as Harry Potter in The Cursed Child.
2: Right. Now- he had a quote. Yeah. And he said, I'm never going to say never, but the Star Wars guys had like 30, 40 years before they had to come back. I think that's great. Yeah. I think that's really like great. That's a, you know, give it another, I say give it another 10 years. Yeah. and So he's like more agely appropriate. Agely
3: appropriate and also like go have your career because like Luke, Luke Hamill, <laughs> Luke Hamill, yeah. Mark Skywalker, Mark Skywalker, Carrie Solo, yeah. Harrison Fisher, all <laughs> of those guys. <laughs> they all went on. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, they did not all go on, but some of them went on to have other careers. Mark Hamill, not so much. A little bit Carrie Fisher, mm-hmm. but Harrison Ford went on and had a huge career, right? And made his own name. You know, I mean, obviously he made his own name in Star Wars, but then he went on to have his whole career. And then when time made sense, he came back to Star Wars, right? What I'm saying is, well, I'll say two things. Daniel Radcliffe should not have to come back. Yeah. Okay. Why, does, why does he have to come back? And second of all, if he does come back, let him go prove himself beyond Harry Potter. Now, you don't have, you, he has nothing to prove. Right. He's done the work. He's a, he's a part of iconic Hollywood history forever. nothing's ever going to change that. Congratulations. Well done. But I'm saying now, if you want to have a second chapter, a second act, if you will, then go do it, but go do it before you come back. If he comes back too soon, then I think he's just living off Harry
2: Potter. Like get over yourself. Right. Right. And he has really, I mean, he's been doing stuff, but he's really just kind of, he took time off and he was doing whatever he wanted. Swiss Army Man. Yeah. Or Guns Akimbo. Guns Akimbo. Like weird stuff that he he, thought was kind of funny to do. He's the bad guy in Lost City. Right. So now with Lost City, I feel like he's finally coming back as like, I mean, he is an adult, but as like Daniel Redcliffe and not Harry Potter.
3: I watched Lost City, Hmm. which was a fun movie, by the way. Okay. Um... And it's now that you mention that I didn't I didn't think about it until just this very well just this very moment ten minutes ago when I said this ten minutes ago yeah. I watched the entire movie and never once thought of Harry Potter mm. like that was the first time I think I remember seeing a Daniel Radcliffe movie not that it's a Daniel Radcliffe movie but the first time I remember seeing him in a movie and not at some point connecting him to Harry Potter so maybe he maybe he's crossed that bridge
2: now the difference between this and I think. some other things I mean Star Wars is a bad analogy because they had the books right but The Cursed Child is already a play so it's already something people can visually go see
0: right you know
2: so that's like a lot easier to be like why can't we just convert this into a movie now yeah make it into a movie right and and the
3: urge is probably there let me say Uh, this I already said and I stand by my opinion that he should not have to come back to Harry Potter already but I will say if he wants to like great I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. If somebody wants to make the cursed child into a movie and it's going to star Daniel or it's going to have Daniel Radcliffe in it,
2: great. So speaking of other things that we don't really care much yeah. about or have an opinion for, yeah. Amazon purchased MGM Studios for 8.5 billion dollars. Some chump change. Right. Yeah. Bezos style. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. You had a good point where you said Studios are going to want to make movies and put them in theaters. That's where they'll make the money. As long as they're doing that, whatever.
3: It doesn't matter who owns the movie studio. Mm. Universal is currently owned by Comcast. Right. Comcast is owned by somebody, I think. Somebody even bigger. Jeff Bezos. Or wait, David Moulton. Wait, yeah, that's supportive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying? Like What I'm saying is the studios are all, at this point, all the major studios are part of some larger conglomerate. And the studios are charged, first and foremost, with making money. Mm -hmm. Second, if they've made money, they can focus on entertaining people. But the very first (laughs) and foremost
2: (laughs) priority... (laughs) 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 Well, did you just sum up the Venom franchise? Yeah.
3: So the first and foremost priority for any movie studio, regardless of who owns them is to make money and the best way to make money is to release your movie in a movie theater mm-hmm. which we proved over the last two years the pandemic yeah. was awful and I wish it had never happened but one thing that came out of it is that the movie business was able to once and for all settle the question of can you make more money in other words they released movies at home when literally every single person was home Yeah. in the world mm-hmm. every single person was home and and It made dramatically less than what you make in a movie theater. Right. Right. So, okay. Question resolved. Because
2: one person can pay and 14 people can watch it. Right.
3: So I did like that meme that's going around about, like, how Netflix is cracking down on people sharing their passwords and stuff. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. <laughs> Who would have thought? I love when I, I log into, like, my HBO and there's, like, all my kids' friends, like, <laughs> it has their profiles.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Damn college kids. Uh, so last thing we talked about was the big Batman deleted scene that came out. Yeah. The Batman deleted scene. Right. Featuring the Joker. Right. I hated this. Yeah, me too. Don't want any more of it. I think that he uh, sounded like he was doing a Heath Ledger impression. You didn't like the way he looked. Yeah. I got time for this. I'm glad they left it out. I don't want any more Joker. You don't want any more Joker. What does that mean? Look for the Joker in the next Batman.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, we could really save our listeners a lot of time.
2: Yada yada yada.
3: <laughs> One thing leads to another. Look for a joker in the next bat member. No, here's what I'm trying to say. What we should do, yeah, out of respect for our listeners' time, <laughs> is record the podcast. Yeah. That typically takes us a little over an hour to record. Right. And then erase it. <laughs> redo it. Redo it. It will take like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Mr.
2: Gobble would love that.
3: Right. Yeah.
2: Right. Finally.
3: Yeah.
2: So good. One trip to work. <laughs> right. Exactly.
3: All right. So we have uh, ten, today uh, six. No, five good trailers. I'm going to leave off that Doctor Strange one because I'm not sure. Okay. If if it's a real thing or not.
2: All right. Let's start with Puss in Boots: mm-hmm. The Last Wish.
3: Okay. This had the. um, This is my second trailer of the week. You're going to be surprised at my first trailer of the week, but this was my second one because it had the line that made me laugh literally out loud. Oh. When he sees a doctor and the doctor says, You're dead. And then Puss in Boots says, oh, that's all right. I got nine lives. And then the doctor's like, well, how many have you used?
0: (laughs) And Puss in Boots goes, uh. I'm not really. No,
3: he goes, uh, I'm not really a math guy. (laughs) I could totally relate to this guy. (laughs) Like your whole future depends on remembering how many lives you've been through. And he's like,
2: oh, I'm not really a math guy. (laughs) I thought this was great. Like I was not, not like into the first one or, you know, whatever. Uh, It looks, looks
3: it looks great. It comes out in September. Yeah. It's brilliant.
2: Yeah. Uh, How about memory?
3: (sighs) This was my least favorite trailer of the week. This is, um, first of all, Liam Neeson playing Liam Neeson Mm
1: -hmm.
3: and the trailer, I feel like watching the entire movie on the
2: trailer. Well, it's supposed to be that he keeps forgetting things or whatever, but they mention it like twice. and none, none of the other stuff seems to wrap around no, this is, that premise uh, at all. Okay. I, I tell
3: you, Mr. Listener, mm. in my headphones. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know I was here? <laughs> Yoda? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you that Liam Neeson has a movie coming out, and he's playing Liam Neeson. Oh. That's all you need to know.
2: And you're like, hold on, is Mel Brooks in it? <laughs> right. <laughs> is it, wait, you mean the Nick Cage movie? <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, right. <laughs> right. No, this is this is Liam Neeson doing what Liam Neeson does, which is great, good for you, but can we move on? Ugh. You know what I'm saying? Like, did you feel the same way? Yeah. Yeah. It's like whatever. But you know what trailer I hated more than this? Oh my god, more than that? Oh, where the crawdads Where sing? the Crawdads sing. Did you see my quote? <laughs>
2: wake me up. When, <laughs> wake me when it's over. Oh man, this looks so dumb. And boring And boring Girl Swamp girl Right. out in the swamp In the swamp? In the swamp Yeah, swamp And then she I thought you boy, said swamp And boy she like Boy's like Yo girl Did you realize you're attractive? And she like What? Nah. Me? A.K.A. Swamp girl? And then he like Yeah dog I'm a boy And I'm a teenager So you know whatever <laughs> do you're, the math you're a girl so I'm here <laughs> what up <laughs> and then uh, and then boy dead boy dead yeah and then everyone's like duh swamp uh. girl and she's like no I gotta run away alright the next trailer you know, what I th- you know what I thought about in this movie you're still talking about this yeah, movie yeah you know, this is the part that made me mad <laughs> watching this this is the, the, the final thought I thought <laughs> I said "And nobody look as good as any of those people with that many mosquitoes in that swamp that's true <laughs> I was like, ain't nobody looking no. like that. No. <laughs> so, anyway.
3: No, I didn't like anything about this trailer. I have no interest. It's boring. And my comment was, wake me when it's over. Yeah. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Now, the next one, you it's certainly not boring. No. And it looks good. But I don't really have any clue what the deal is.
2: This is a weird one.
3: So, I- the movie is called Men. Mm-hmm. It's an A24 film that actually comes out in May in the mm-hmm. high-profile... Like, in the midst of Doctor Strange and Sonic and, you know, some of the big titles that are going to be rolling around in May, uh, there's going to be this A24 movie called Men.
2: Mm. Now, it was made by the guy who did Ex Machina, Mm -hmm. and um, what's the other one they did with uh, Natalie Portman? That's supposed to be good. Yeah. Um, So it could be really good.
3: Right. No, it looks really well made. It looks great. I'm just saying...
2: Maybe you can fill me in. I didn't get what it's about. I think this is like a girl. She goes. Her husband commits suicide, or supposedly commits suicide. You're led to believe that he falls off a, you know, jumps off a roof, yeah. or he fell or something,
3: because she sees him falling. Right,
2: and then all the men in her life are both. She goes away, and all mm. the men there are both simultaneously trying to get with her and blaming her everything on her, at the same time. Sort of. It looks very The men are very creepy.
3: And then it turns out, like in the final moments of the trailer, there's a lot of bloody, violent, like there might be a monster, there might be some supernatural stuff involved.
2: So here's the thing this trailer is is good. Yeah. I give it a good. But I almost think the teaser was all that we need. Do you remember when we watched the teaser? No. Uh, It was a little while ago and it was no story. And it was just a woman walking around and it was it mostly hinged on that scene where where she's walking down on, under the bridge and she's like, "Hello." And nothing's oh, there, yeah, yeah, and then yeah, the yeah. guy stands up and starts running at her right. And then like the, the scene where like the guy's standing under the apple tree and then he's not there anymore. Right. Like that kind of way, and it just was like men. And yeah. it would be like, men be crazy. I mean, did you see the crawdags thing? <laughs> it doesn't take much for them to get going
3: my trailer of the week is for a TV show
2: yeah mine too Miss Marvel comes out June 8th man I'm pumped me too I I really love the Miss Marvel is one of my favorite modern age female superheroes um, they change her powers which I, I kind of hate but at the same time I understand and I'm fine I just think it's gonna be a good story about like a real good coming of age. I think it's great to give like young girls a hero like this. I mean, um, that they can relate to. I think it's, it's cool that we're going to be seeing, uh, like the Muslim lifestyle in in like a positive light and everything. So I think this is really going to be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah,
3: no, I a hundred percent agree on all your comments. I think it's really exciting. And I'll just add like, I love, I mean, Marvel, on Disney Plus and, and in the movie theaters, but on, since we're talking about Disney Plus, Marvel has an incredible track record. Mm-hmm. You know, and I love the style of this trailer. You know, it's obviously a live action show, but you know, the Marvel Studios logo at the front is comic book style. Mm-hmm. You know, and they sort of have a but lot she of She thinks it's like comic. Right, right. Her thought stuff. process is comic. Um, yeah, I'm excited for this.
2: Yeah. It's I mean it's a total tone change from Moon night that starts next week. From Moon Knight or any of the previous yeah. ones. Moon Knight's supposed to be like a horror film. Yeah. So, all right. Well, moving on to the movie review now. As mentioned, I have been under the weather for a while. I didn't, did not see this. Uh, I didn't. I mean, I had. Yeah, I just didn't get out.
3: Yeah. So, we, we reviewed, and when I say we, I mean me. Yeah. Uh, uh,
2: this is, this, I really did want to see this movie. It just didn't work
3: out. All right. Since it's just me. Yeah. I'm going to do a two for one deal. Okay. I'm going to review the outfit and the Lost City. Oh, please. Yes. Oh please, Monsieur! And this,
2: these movies are like if you took the outfit and the Lost City right. and you mix them together. You put them together. Yeah, that's what our review section. It's is. It's
3: like an algebraic equation where if you if you have one over the other right. equals the other over one, they cancel each other out, and that's what it's you have. Like, did we watch anything? I don't right. Know. And now we're back to Jackass. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: um, all right. So the outfit. Uh, I was hoping that you would have seen it so that I could get your opinion on this. I I walked around and recommended this movie to lots of people. Mm. Um, it's not doing great in the theaters, but it is beautiful movie. It takes place over the course of one night, so it's not like real time. But it is one of those movies that the whole movie takes place in the course of a of a fateful evening. Oh. Yeah, and it's it's a great. Um, you would almost call it a spy movie. The other thing that's interesting about it is it takes place over the course of a single night. And the entire movie takes place in this tailor shop, right? They never go anywhere. Now there's a front room and a back room, but other than that, they, they literally, there's no scenes outside of the tailor shop and it's absolutely gripping. Like it's such a great story. The acting is amazing. There's a little bit of violence, but, um, the acting is amazing and it keeps you guessing, you know, the whole plot and there's a couple twists. You know, there's a couple things you didn't see coming. And I will say even like, you know, when a movie wraps up and then you're like, like the movie's over, but they're still making small talk and sort of hugging and somebody's about to ride off into the sunset yeah. and you're like, oh, that was a great movie. I loved it. Right. They get to that part of this movie and there's another major revelation Whoa. and you're like, oh, what? You know, like you, you know, you think all the storylines, all the plot lines have wrapped themselves up and tied themselves into a neat little bow. And you're very satisfied that you just saw this great movie. And that it was incredibly well shot and well done. And then there's another major revelation, which kind of puts the whole movie in a different light. Wow. So, so I really, you know how much I love a good twist. Yeah. Um, so that was awesome. It was the opposite of a predictable movie. It was, nice. it was, you could even say unpredictable.
2: I still want to see it. so
3: I highly recommend it. And I think this is one of those movies that is definitely better in a movie theater, but probably also really good at home. Mm. Like when, when it comes on, you know, if you don't get into the theater to see it, because we're not going to have it for very long. Um, if you don't get into the theater to see it and you come across it, I don't know where it'll be, HBO or Netflix or wherever it ends up, watch it. It's a good movie. Mm. Then at the other end of the spectrum... <laughs> <laughs> is The Lost City, yeah. which is a movie you've seen at least a dozen times, mm-hmm. right? And yet, so here's why I recommend it. You've definitely seen this movie before, and you would definitely love this movie again. Okay. You, you know what yeah. I mean? It's like going yeah. to a good pizza shop. Yeah, yeah. Like you've had this pizza before. Mm. It's not the fanciest pizza. It's super simple to make. Yeah, You know, it's tomato sauce and cheese and some spices. and Easy laughs. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's easy laughs. Everybody who's in it is great. Channing Tatum is hilarious. Like, he's so good. Um, and Sandra Bullock is great. Uh, Brad Pitt's not in it for very long, but when he's in it, it's great. And I will say that Channing Tatum um, really showed off his comedy chops, which we kind of knew he had them, right. but he, he did it so good because he was – or he did it so well because he was not like – Smacky in the face. It wasn't over the top. It was at times a little bit like he played it subtle. You know what I mean? Like kind of, you know, some of the laughs were over the top ridiculous. Like when Sandra Bullock's is, is pulling um, leeches off of his ass and you know, like it's just slapstick comedy. But some of this stuff is like (laughs) really funny. He's got all everybody in his phone by their first name and then how they're associated. So like you'd be in his phone as David podcast. You know what I mean? Right. And so on. I'd be in his phone. It's like Penn cinema. You know? <laughs> but, so he's going through and he, I'm not going to say it cause I don't want to give away the, the joke, but he's, he's like, yeah, he's telling Sandra Bullock, yeah, I organize everybody in my phone by where I know them from. And then he starts reading off there. And some of the names that he quick reads off are really funny, <laughs> really, really, really funny. So anyway, so yeah, I mean, the movie's dumb. It's not, it's whatever. Like yeah. I said, you've seen it a million times. Um, I think this movie is like pizza. It's That's a great
2: analogy. It's great. Just like my analogy about the car show.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
3: right. Wait, did the car show get accidentally nixed from the from the power? No, that, would've,
2: that that would've, that would have been. The uh, oh,
3: thank for. Thank God.
2: God <laughs> Imagine
3: if we accidentally lost the car show. That would have been the worst. Oh my God! <laughs> You're
2: that. <laughs>
3: So uh, Those are two pretty good reviews. So I I, yeah. I strongly recommend both movies, depending on your mood and depending on who you're coming with. Those movies are solid, solid choices. I have
2: some friends that want to see Lost Kingdom. That, or that's what it's called, right? Uncharted. Unsh- no. The Lost City? Lost City. Yeah. That's it. So I'm, I'm sure I'll see that one. Yeah. Uh, but I really want to see the outfit. All right. Well, next week, what are we going to do? Because... Um, <laughs> I saw this and I literally was like, Oh my God Do you know what comes out next I week? I
3: do. It's April Fool's Day, so it must be Morbius Day. Morbius Day. So we're gonna review everything
2: everywhere all at once. Do you know do you know what was great? When I turned on the internet yesterday <laughs> to read all the horrible reviews that Morbius is getting and how insane it is. And how they said <laughs> I, I just love they're like, the movie is incoherent confusing, boring, and doesn't make sense. But the stinger is one of the worst things you've ever seen.
3: <laughs> Wait, what? So it's like no good, but also like the worst.
2: Yeah. No, it's, it's like, they're like, this is one of the worst movies. And, and, but just when you thought the movie was horrible, yeah, the stinger is worse is worse than the entire movie. Like it's, yeah. it's that, like that upsetting. Yeah. That's and, like
3: my football coach. You remember this? You know, you remember my line from the football coach where like my losing football team in high yeah. school and he huddled us all the up there whatever? No, no, no. What he goes, you, you guys may be small, but you're slow.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. Yeah. Right. So I, I, I can't wait to hit watch this.
3: Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah. You're going to be the minority because everyone else is going to love it. Oh. They are going to love oh. it. They're going to pack in the theaters. Oh, my
2: gosh. I cannot wait They're going for to people to be upset about how bad Pack them in
3: and enjoy this. I can't wait. I'm going to watch it just to piss you off.
2: I'm already pissed off <laughs> that you got to watch it at all. <laughs> all right. So next week, we're going to everything, everywhere, all, all at once. Wants. That looks really good. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, on the listener notes. It um, was a good week. Man, man.
3: I, I will say, we got a number of people who asked me, like, hey, where's the show? When's the show coming? What, what's yeah. up? Not one person wrote in to express concern. That's true. Nobody wrote in, hey, are you okay? Yeah. Are you trapped under something yeah. heavy?
2: It was all give,
3: give, give, give. Yeah, what about me? What about my needs? Right. You know. <laughs> I said sometimes
2: I just need to take a me day. Right.
3: that's right that's you know we were talking at the top of the show about like being dead yeah but I guess now we can level with everybody and just tell them the truth you texted me and you were like I just need a me day yeah (laughs) and it's just the pressure is too much right the fans are too too in my face I'm gonna take a bubble bath (sighs) and try to reclaim my center
2: (laughs) (laughs) namaste you know what I mean namaste bitch (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. First off, Frodo wrote right in. Yeah. Big news yeah. on the top of Frodo. Yeah. She's a New Yorker. Yeah. I, th- she, I she, thought we knew that. I didn't think we did. Okay. Maybe we did. I don't know. But she was like, much love from New York. So the, um, all I'm saying is when we do a convention in New York and her and, her, and the big O show up, yeah, totally worth it.
3: The big O is funny because he's not big. He's no. He's a little he's guy. He's a little guy. Yeah, and they right. call him
2: the big O. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I talk to him, he's going to be like, I hate you so much. That's a good friend. Yeah. If your friends don't hate you, you're doing it wrong.
1: <laughs> exactly, right? You're
2: right. Uh, so she wanted to say, did you see the Sonic 2 posters and what they did with that? It's pretty cool. They took the Sonic 2 video game, one of the first video games I ever owned. Mm-hmm and it's the cover to that but it's redone for this mm-hmm. movie and it's fantastic. I am so shocked that in 2022 I want to see a Sonic movie and like not ironically like I really want to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would never have thought that it would have worked. Uh, especially the previous to the first one did not look good, but apparently it is. I
3: still haven't seen it. I can't wait for this and I really appreciated Frodo's note because um I did not clue in. I, I saw the poster that she's referencing. I hung it in the hallway, mm-hmm. and um, I did not clue into the to the reference. You know, so I think that's great. I think that shows a respect for the for the video game, for the legacy of Sonic. And I played Sonic. Me and Amy's brother played Sonic at great length forever. Nice. Yeah and still playing it right as forever. we speak while i'm recording the yeah, show you met forever when you said that, <laughs> right which is why i'm a little
1: distracted sometimes because
3: yeah. i'm over here collecting rings like yeah, it's my job movie. i loved it right. <laughs> sure wait what movie yeah no it's cool it's good, it was
1: good. <laughs> <laughs> all right so
2: she also had an answer to top 10 sarah's question yeah 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 of who'd die first when jason comes after you why don't you read this because mm-hmm. you always read it better
3: i always read it better and there's some pretty big words so I got out my little encyclopedia, a.k.a. Google, <laughs> Google. <laughs> and I can vouch that uh, some, some, most, of, almost all of these words are legit, <sighs> actual words. Almost all of these words are actual words.
2: Actual real words. Right.
3: Totally not made up. Yeah. Science words. Science words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Greek.
2: Greek. Latin. Yogurt. Right. Words. All
3: right. So the question is, um, who would die first when Jason comes after you? And why was Jason coming after us? I forget who knows. Okay. But it doesn't matter. Why wouldn't he? Right. I think this is the best answer yet Okay, because it's reflective of our teamwork and
2: also the only answer that we got to the question.
3: Oh, I got in. I got a couple of answers that I forgot to share with oh, you. Oh really? Group. Yeah. One, one person wrote in and said it would, that I would get away fastest because I'm a triathlete. Oh, right. Right. Except that they don't realize how long it takes me to get ready to go.
1: So I'd be like
3: getting my gear and packing my bike and packing my nutrition for the bike meanwhile, and coordinating you're dead. transition two and mapping out my ride, right. loading up Strava. And meanwhile, like while I'm doing all of this, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> David is running top speed. He's been gone for hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loading up my ride. So. <laughs> All my friends will see what I did. Um, <laughs> okay, so here is Frodo's answer. Okay, no, 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 no. Wait, she, I feel like she was also sort of replying to somebody else.
2: No, I, I copied that, yeah, okay. Yeah. So,
3: so she goes, No, 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 no. See, what would happen is you'd both be the Deuterogenists, <sighs> Deuteronomy, <laughs> nope, bar- oh, okay, Deuterogenists, which I looked up. And Refers to like a protagonist or an antagonist, mm-hmm. but there's two of us, <gasps> so it's like a duel. A duel, yeah. Everybody, Clearly. cool, everybody, cool with that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> right? <laughs>
2: actually,
3: I actually didn't look, look it up, I'm totally just making that up because I think it's like self explanatory, <laughs> right? I mean, it's a hell of a right. word to come up with, right. but it's Latin. The dual okay. protagonist, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Deuteragonist, don't you think that I'm right? I mean, it's, La- it's Latin, right? Duel is duo is sure, Latin. I'm going to look it up. No, don't look it up. You don't uh, need I'm to look it Trust me. I'm playing Sonic. All right.
1: <laughs> Here we go.
3: No, 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 no. See, what would happen is you'd both be the deuterogonists in the movie who've been surviving as a team by trying to strategize together with that back and forth dynamic that years of a podcast have given you, quote, don't split up. People that do that in the movies always die. We both know better. Stick together and we'll survive, end quote, is the kind of dialogue you'd give. But when the stakes keep raising and you get more frantic about people dying around you, you both end up debating what the best plan of action is more heatedly. And you'd both be so caught up in the weighing of the merits of each other's suggestions (laughs) strategizing in a huddle that neither of you notices he's already behind you. Bam! (laughs) The camera shot shows the sudden Bloody, simultaneous double axing. If it were a movie, that is how I think it'd most likely play out. So, guess what? Wait, you can't just guess what until you comment on that. Okay. That's a great First off, That's amazing. Right. 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 The, double, the axing, double axing. The violent, bloody, <laughs> no, the sudden, bloody yeah. double axing.
2: Right. <laughs> you ready to find out what a Deuteron- Deuterogenist is? Yeah. I hope it's like something like. You were wrong. But you weren't far off. Okay. The person second in importance to the protagonist in a drama. So neither of us are the main character in our own drama.
3: (laughs) Never has a more true statement been said about my life <laughs> right. and yours. Yep. <laughs> oh my God, that is perfect. I'm going to get that printed out and put it on all my business cards so that I don't have.
2: The <laughs> Deuterogenes. right.
3: I'm not even a main character in my own life.
2: <laughs> so she also talked about Puss in Boots. Yeah. She said, Did you see the textures? The pseudo cell lighting. The particle and After Effects. I've been, I've said, pretty isn't always enough, but I'm not immune. I could break down the trailer, but main point. Thank you, Spider Verse, for shaking the ashes sketch on standardized industry animation. We used to only get that spicy flavor from Indian unknown studios. Now it feels like the big studios are finally catching on to the variety of what animation can look like. And we're finally getting fun stylization way more. It feels like being able to breathe. I think that's awesome. As
3: always, it's very well said. I agree hundred percent. And you know, we talked about it when it came out. Right. Spideyverse it's a I mean, we're we're gonna be talking about that movie, I think, for many years. Yeah. I, I think if you are if you're knowledgeable about movies, not like Uppity, you know, blah bitty blah. blah, blah. But if you like are watching movies, like a normal person, <laughs> <laughs> just as I said normal, I was just looking at David, I was like, what do we know what? about normal? Yeah, seriously, come
1: on.
2: <laughs> Anyone who, they're like, oh, that guy watches Uh, way too many movies. And to me, I'm like, I don't watch that many movies. It's it's only one a week. Like, I know people who watch way more.
3: Like a good alcoholic, you know. Always have a friend who drinks more. (laughs) Exactly. You know. Uh, (laughs) Got him. That strikes. All right. What were we saying? Oh, Spideyverse. I I think if you carefully... I'm just saying it's going to be an underrated, like when people write the history of Hollywood, they're probably not going to mention Spideyverse. verse, but like in our generation for our lifetime, like Spideyverse verse is like she said, is changing animation. Right. And I love like you could see it in Miss Marvel.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I mean, I think Miss Marvel had that same
2: tone and that, that same feel as Spidey verse. Right. In a way. That, like, yeah, the animation look.
0: Yeah. yeah. All
2: right. Why don't you do this next one here? Because it's all about you. Isn't everything?
3: Well, apparently well, you not. You're the <laughs> apparently not. You have your own story. <laughs> All
2: right.
3: Um, my favorite person, the Abacus, ever. To my defense.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh uh, wait. Did I say ever? I meant. I, mean, I meant never. Never. To my defense. Never. <laughs> has for the first time in 165 shows come to my rescue. <sighs> he has stood up. Wow. Definitively, and as mentioned at the top of the show. We're also He stood up definitively. And then sent a second email just in case the first one wasn't clear <laughs> enough. <laughs> the first one, which we're gonna read in a moment. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, he like you could tell the first one was intended for me. Mm.
1: It's
3: a little little um, verbose. Mm. And then the second one was obviously intended for you because it was much simpler. Right. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> small exactly words. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just want to make sure this is clear. David. David. Right. Yeah. All right. So here's the first one. I can confirm. That Penn read half the book of Dune. I re-listened to episode 144, a.k.a. the Dune episode, and would give a timestamp that you can go back and confirm this, but it's just too hard to pin down just one time, since the entire conversation is one in which David and Penn talk so openly about the book that both seem to have full knowledge that the other has read it. I'm sure there's an episode before this one in which Penn announces that he's finished the first half of Dune. There's not. But I used the rest of my spare time to make the graph below. Should we? We should try to get this graph on yeah, the internet? Yeah. yeah. So the, the graph is the x-axis, which is the across the board, like left and right flat axis, and the y-axis. Right. The x-axis says um, <laughs> all the people, <laughs> Roland, not, yeah. not Rolando. Not Rolando. Roland, Roland, a.k.a. the author of said graph. Right. Right. And then so you have Roland, David, Penn, Andrew, and the big O. The big O. Right. Yeah. And then the Yac says, says.
2: Percentage <laughs> that is the abacus.
3: Percentage that is the abacus. Right. And on the Roland column, it's 100%. <laughs> <laughs> on the David column, 0%. Yeah. The Penn column, 0%. What? Andrew, zero. And the big O, also zero.
2: Wow. So yeah.
3: 100% Roland, right. Roland is, is the amixist. It seems I wasn't clear on it before.
2: <laughs> but now you have but, a graph. But
3: now that I've seen the graph, <laughs> I do like things in pictures. Science doesn't
1: lie. <laughs> Science doesn't lie. <laughs> <laughs> right. All
3: right. So that was the first email. Yeah. Which was brilliant on its right. own merits. Right. But then, and it wasn't like five minutes later, it was like a day later, or, yeah. or maybe I forget. It was forget. like, it was like could have been two or three days later. We got a second email from Roland, who is 100% the advocate. 100%. Right. And the email was nothing, if not.
2: Directed fully at me.
3: Short. Yeah. It was full of brevity. Right. <laughs> like the big o. Just in case it wasn't clear. So this is a quote. This yeah. is the entire email. Yeah. Just in case it wasn't clear enough, and then in all caps, colored blue, with a larger font, yeah. it says, pen is correct. Ba, ba, da, da. Ba. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You've been a great audience. That's Mwah. it. Good night. <laughs> so needless to say, I've had that email framed. Yeah. Yeah. It's,
2: it's on the wall right, right. now. Right. It's huge. <laughs> Poster it's style. My outstanding achievement. <laughs> right. oh,
3: we, put, we put it right over your eyes. <laughs> <Yeah. genius. laughs> we scotch taped it. On top of it. <laughs> <laughs> We didn't even put it in the frame with it. We just taped it taped <laughs> over. It. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Um,
3: <sighs> one more one more listener note. So we heard from the shady lady. Oh, thank God. We haven't heard from shady lady. I tell you, I was almost wondering, like, does she even still listen?
2: Apparently, she didn't listen for a long time because mm. she, like, she hates us. She hates us. She's like, I got enough <laughs> yeah. of these guys in my life. <laughs> right. So now she's listening every day. but what, So she says. Does she go back and does she start from the last episode she listened to and keep going? I don't know. No. She's listening to them in reverse order. <laughs>
3: So all the inside jokes, yeah. she's not, not getting right. <laughs> yeah. right? All the references that were set up last week, yeah. she gets all the material with no context. Right.
2: And she's still listening, <laughs> apparently. I have a question. She, said, she says, I listen every day.
3: Wait, wait, wait. I have a question. Yeah. Podcast at Everybody knows that's our email address. Yes, everybody. So write us in pencinema Podcast, podcast.com if you also listen in reverse. Right. I have to assume Shady Lady's the only reverse
2: listener. Right. Because it is a weird way to do it.
3: It seems, seems different. Yeah. So. But anyway, so I she digress. Every day. So she's listening every day. That's
2: what a commitment. Yeah. She's, told, she's told me she's gotten to the point where she's going to what she's considered her lost year. She's not going <laughs> to listen any further. Okay. Because everything that year is considered lost. Okay. Right? Which is fine. Right? Uh, and then she says, but uh, what's, the, I want to write in, what's the email? <laughs> the email to our show? Yeah, to our show.
3: The podcast at com, com. On the email? Yeah, you know,
2: <laughs> if only we said it right.
3: on the show. Now, I don't want to say it because I feel like he would do it. <laughs> But it would be fun for the abacus to get a graph of how many times per show we say this. On average? Right. <laughs> Don't do it, because I know that's tedious. Even if you just
2: did it for this year right? and branched out an average, I mean, that's only a couple.
3: Right. Times. And then whatever that number is, we would really appreciate it for the joke if you would inflate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, for example, if we say... If it's 100 times. No, if it's like oh, if it's 100. like three times per show, right. we would appreciate it if your science reporting would reflect it as like 30. <laughs> if it had a curve. <laughs> right. A bell curve.
2: Right, 26. Actual number with the bell curve. <laughs> right,
3: it should be like 42. <laughs> 42. <laughs> right. Whatever right. number, we want it to be a little bit bigger.
2: Right. So I told her, I said- We
3: call that political math.
2: I said, it's too bad we don't say it 7,000 times a show. Right. And she said, you know, if you said it one more time, maybe it'd stick. It would stick. Yeah. Said what? Podcast at Oh, our email address. Yeah, that's right.
3: Now, if you First recall, 167,000 weeks ago,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: we had a big organizational staff meeting.
2: Oh, I remember.
3: Right? Remember, we had all those people that are no longer with us, mm-hmm. Jeff, Mary, <sighs> Louise. Yeah, they moved on. Mary. They moved on because they couldn't cut it. They couldn't. And one of the reasons, one of the examples of how they couldn't cut it was when we were brainstorming what's our email address going to be remember? Yeah. Yeah, and they were all like let's make it real numerical alphanumeric with the shift button and and we were like no 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 no. I think it simple. was you. I think you specifically were like we want an email address that's so easy like even my mom could remember it.
2: Yeah. Right? That's what I said. You know,
3: that I yeah. remember you said that. Yeah. You know, cuz you were like I really want my mom to listen to the show. And you know, I think we should try to be um, accessible to all audiences, and the best way to do that is to have an inviting, easy to remember email address. Like, for example, what are we doing? We're recording a podcast, yeah. And where are we? We're, We're at, at Penn, Penn Cinema, Cinema. And what's the most common sort of thing at the end? Dot .com. com. I wanted to do dot net. Yeah. I wanted to do podcast at pensinema.net. Because you
2: were like, because we're on the internet. Right. And I was like, no no, no,
3: no, no, That's not how it works. No. And then my second choice was .org. Right. Because we're on a mission. And we're definitely organized. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we are organized and mission-driven. <laughs>
2: and... Like the Blue Brothers. What was your last one? You said .edu because this is definitely educational. <laughs> right, obviously. And I
3: almost, I almost went with right, that. but you right. shot us down yeah. on all. I was like, let's just no, stick no, it no. Simple. So sh- sorry, the shady lady is doing all that listening, and still
2: can't. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna embarrass the shady lady. No,
3: don't do it. Here, oh she god, had, she
2: gave me a story. Here we go. She's, she's looking <laughs> to adopt a senior dog. Oh. But she's got like impossible. Like restrictions to it. I, she's like, I, oh, you want to adopt a senior dog? It's so great. I don't know. Wait, it's got to be X, Y, Z and all these other things. But so she thinks, you know, we're always talking about the Mannheim Fetch. Like, call them up. Oh, we love them. right? They're probably listening to a show right now. It's, yeah, probably. She goes, she calls up and she said, can I talk to Sarah? Perfect. And they're like, well, we got multiple Sarahs. Oh, the one who listens to podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> the, the lady's like, What? And she's like, Well, she's top 10, Sarah, on the podcast. <laughs> and the lady's like, Is there something I can help you with? <laughs> and she's like, Well, do you have a Dr. Steve there? And they're like, Steed. St- yeah, yeah. She's like, At uh, the other place? Oh, well. Yeah. So oh. my mom tried to call for top 10 Sarah, but she didn't have enough info. That
3: is hilarious. Yeah. Sarah's like getting calls. She's, she's got fans. Yeah. So they took, you know, they, they said they'd try and help because they're awesome. There. Everybody knows she's but, the best. Sarah's yeah. the best. And Dr. Steed's the best. Best around. We were in there. Hannah and I were in there just the other day. Again? Yeah. Well, she. I told you she had. Oh, the uh, cone. Then we had to get the cone off. Okay. Well, I mean. The surgical procedure we had to get the sutures out right so then we could take, take her out of the cone and Hannah had the cone hair you know the <laughs> cone head going yeah. so that was pretty funny but yeah it was great to see Sarah and always a pleasure to see Dr. Steed and uh, I think that's great that now we got people calling up Mannheim Pike Veterinary Clinic looking for Sarah yeah.
2: <laughs> I hope it doesn't go to her head. Right, right. Well, it's okay. No, they can't find her. They don't have enough information. Which goes to my previous
3: point about like, we should be really exclusive. <laughs> yeah.
2: She just needs to tell her coworkers that she's known as talking right. to Sarah among the elite circle. Right, 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 right. Yeah. That's
3: like, um, my parents, like there's new restaurant opens up in their neighborhood in Brooklyn. Yeah. And, It's like a joke. It's like a saying, but my parents actually say it for real. The restaurant is so crowded. Nobody goes there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) If nobody goes there anymore, why is it so
1: crowded? (laughs) What
3: they really mean by that is that our 12 people that live on the block, none of us go anymore because all the cool kids are packing the place in. But anyway, all right, David. What have you been up to? What have you been uh, doing with your life? Well, you know, I've been home. <laughs> Skirting death.
2: Skirting death, yeah.
3: Oh, wait, uh, no, we decided it wasn't that. Oh, you were having me I time.
2: Had a, I had some me time. Yeah, <laughs> taking a bubble bath. <sighs> Ugh, ah. I was, I was, I, my skin got so yeah. bruny by Yeah, the end. it's great. Uh, uh, just some, some shows ended, and uh, The Gilded Age, Raised by Wolves, I both thought they were done really well. Wait, is Raised by Wolves
3: the David Moulton story?
2: Yeah, yeah. well, that's all I was like... <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Actually, I saw the David Moon story when I went to Sight and Sound last, oh. uh, the other week and saw David. Oh, nice. And I was over and I said, I don't remember half <laughs> that stuff happening to me. And that guy doesn't look anything like me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I have slayed some giants in my time, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so that, and something I forgot to share before, uh, I went to Kaiju Big Battle Mm. Uh, where I saw uh, wrestling. Mm. But the wrestling was done with people in giant costumes. (laughs) And uh, I got to see a garbage monster fight a uh, lint rabbit and uh, many other amazing team-ups like that. At one point, there was a tag team match against a bear hamburger. Uh, silver-covered potato, a giant beetle, and a stuffed bear. And the bear was not a person in a stuffed bear costume. It was just a six-foot stuffed bear. Uh, and the bear won the <laughs> wrestling match. Obviously. The, ta- the tag team. I took so, a,
3: you brought in some toys from that match. I did. And I, had I, to buy I some took toys. a picture of them, and I will post that on okay, our Facebook page. Please.
2: Yeah, it was a blast, and I highly recommend if you ever get a chance to go see it. That sounds
3: uh, like so much fun. And you were... Um, Kind enough to invite me. Oh, no, wait a minute. You did not invite me. Because you were out of town. I was out of town. With
2: Amy. Yeah. Or I would have invited right.
3: you. And then I would have canceled all my plans. Yeah.
2: But I knew that if I told you Amy would have a bad birthday. Right, right. And I right. couldn't, you know. We yeah. were
3: at TELUS the night before that wrestling match. Mm. And they were showing... Previews of the match on the TVs above the bar, yeah. and me and my friend were watching them, and we were like, "What is that?" My friend says, "What is that?" And I looked at it, and I was like, "I don't know, but it looks like a lot of fun." <laughs> <And> it was. <laughs> yeah. It was. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's so cool. Uh, but other than that, I have to say, Picard uh, season two is amazing, and I'm loving it. And get on board. Yeah. So, what are you doing?
3: I I assumed that you loved it by the. Too many to count exclamation points that that you put after Picard. All all caps. All caps with like a thousand, six lines of exclamation points
2: after Uh, Picard. I think I made this, may have put that on there after a really good episode. (laughs) I have no idea
3: what I've been doing. Time is flying. We have just been so many things. Just one thing after another. Now that you
2: have a daughter that's teaching?
3: Yeah, right. Like, yeah, kudos to Kayla yeah. getting a little substitute teacher gig going That's twice, twice now. Congrats. So, yeah, she's, she's killing it. Marley's killing it. Uh, we're all having a good time. So, I don't know. I mean, I've been watching the same usual stuff that I watch, but I did want to make an interesting comment about something that took place in my kitchen. Oh. Amy hit me with a quote. In the center of your house? Yeah. Amy hit me with a quote. And I was just staring at her because I didn't know why she said this. And I said, What are you talking about? And she goes, from Juno. <laughs> Clearly. So I, and I was like, oh, my God, I love that movie, but I didn't get the quote. And then the next day, um, Amy's making—we we have an old friend of ours from Germany visiting— and Amy's peeling apples to make an apple pie. Because what are you going to serve a visitor from Europe
2: except apple pie? Right. Right. That's the only thing you serve.
3: It's the only thing. <laughs> Breakfast. <laughs>
2: right, dinner. right. You like it. Right. This is America. Right. This is what you're having. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so Amy says <clears throat> she could peel an apple with one, like, and, and make one long peel. Do you know that reference? I don't. It's Sleepless in Seattle. Wow. So I put out there for the group for the listeners. Yeah. Those are two great movies. Yeah. That I never remember how much I enjoy them and they have great quotes that I never think of top of mind. Do you quote movies? Like everybody quotes Caddyshack, everybody quotes Christmas Vacation. You know, these are these are the normal sort of big movies that people quote. What movie are you quoting?
2: I quote Night at the Roxbury.
3: Oh. Quite often. Really? Yeah. I've never seen the movie.
2: Well, don't. (laughs) But in it, there's a guy who's constantly asking, Did you just touch
1: my butt? (laughs) And I I say that, and
2: the answer is always no. It's funny because in it, the guy's like, Sir, it's physically impossible to touch your butt from where I'm standing. And And then the response from whatever they say is,
1: issues
2: going on here that's great yeah
3: i'm gonna start incorporating that into my life you need to yeah yeah so and then when somebody says what's that from i'll be like night at the roxbury and then they'll be like oh i never saw that and then i'll be like me neither (laughs) (laughs) but i do listen to the penn cinema podcast (laughs) yeah
1: all
2: right well so next week everything everywhere all at All at once this has been quite the episode getting back into things uh look if you want to be a part of the show, the best way to do that is go ahead and shoot us an email. It's new. Probably haven't heard us talk about it before. Podcast at pensinema dot com dot com dot com. Podcast. Right. At Penn dot com. If you want to reach the Penn Cinema podcast. Right, right, right. That makes sense. That makes yeah. complete sense. Right. It's perfect. Yeah. Now, if you want to su- support the show. Right. How would you go about doing that? Penn? Well, you would write in. Right clearly. See here's here's what I here's what I think. Mm-hmm. I think we have
3: a bunch of geniuses mm. that listen to the show. Clearly. I mean everybody I've ever interacted with <laughs> has proven themselves to be way smarter
2: than us. <laughs> Blanket statement. Blanket. Anyone I've ever interacted right. with, ever.
1: Right. <laughs> and I was just
2: holding a baby. Right. Right.
3: Period. Okay. Right. No qualifications, <laughs> no reservations, right. Period. Right. What I really meant by that was everyone who I've ever interacted with in terms of people who listen to the Penn Cinema podcast. Okay.
2: All right.
3: You know, are brilliant. We have a brilliant audience. So, what you can do to help the show is write us podcast at penscinema.com and tell us what you would do to support the show. Oh, I love it. And if we get some good ideas, I'll do them. Although, I'm still waiting. One of the very earliest ideas we had was a tattoo across forehead. <laughs> <laughs> we have yet to see the tattoo. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm, I'm not on. saying I'm disappointed. Right. I'm just angry. When's it going to happen? <laughs> right.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm not mad at you. I'm just
2: disappointed. <laughs>
1: okay,
2: Dad. <laughs> right. All right. Well, once again, for the Penn Podcast, I'm David Bolton. And I'm Pen Ketchum.
3: Take, Take care. care and party, party on. on.
0: Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.penncinema.com.